Now it's time for Jamie Dupree, the most connected man in D.C. on the Sean Hannity Show. Oh, there's nothing going on in Washington today. As a matter of <laughs> fact, it's what we call in the business a slow, well, not really. It's a busy really. news day, and the vote took place in the House of Representatives, the bill on uh, Syrian immigration, and it passed overwhelmingly, but didn't have the two-thirds majority to override yes, the threatened did. veto. Oh, I thought yes, it didn't. it did. Oh, well, well I hang don't on know a second. Wait a minute. I don't, let me just look at the vote. I got I got two eighty nine to one at thirty seven. Yeah, double one thirty seven. What do you get? Two hundred seventy four. So that's more than a two thirds supermajority. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I my math is off. I messed that so, up early. I humbly apologize. That's quite okay. I think I a must lot be of using a Washington mistake. calculator or abacus. They're always wrong. If if all four hundred thirty five. Well, right now we have four thirty four because Boehner is gone. But even if all four thirty four voted, then you would need two ninety. But because uh, there were eight people who did not vote today, it is a veto-proof supermajority today. Uh, there were 47 Democrats, almost uh, four dozen, who broke ranks to vote for this bill. They were from all over. Uh, there were seven from uh, Nancy Pelosi's home state of California. Uh, there were new uh, freshman Democrats like Brad Ashford of Nebraska. Uh, there were Black Caucus members. So there was a, a whole range of Democrats who voted for this bill today. And a number of them, Sean, in interviews, the Democrats simply said to me that they thought thought that there needed to be a stronger response out of the administration, yeah. not only on this issue of do you have stiffer checks on these people who might come to the U.S. as refugees, but also just a more aggressive kind of uh, of action on the issue uh, generally of did, what did to do about the Did I add this up, Brad? I got 47 House Democrats defying Obama. Yes, exactly. Right. 47. You now, are there's correct. still a lot of conservatives that are not happy about this. Uh, there was there a, were two who voted no today. and Congressman be, King. Yeah. Uh, Steve King of Iowa and Walter Jones of North Carolina. Uh, Jones told me yesterday, uh, well, in fact, let's just play what he said. We need a moratorium of not of not accepting anyone coming into this country. Right? So you can see he he's his basic whoa, whoa, whoa. argument. You've never played your own so uh, your own voice. Uh, I, I uh, had those just ready for you in case you wanted to. No, but I am very impressed at I your can, ability I can to play you a Democrat if you want. No, well, don't waste our time. That that alienates my audience. Why would <laughs> well, you? Well, he voted for this bill. Actually, this all right, is play what the Democrats the who voted all for right, this bill. What it's the hell? We'll play David a lip. Scott. David Scott from Georgia. We need to make sure that no terrorists slip in with this operation and we are not there yet and scott said to me and several other reporters that in his mind uh the president needs more and this is quoting here of a backbone on the islamic state so you know there were signs today of of people peeling away from the president now if this bill made it through the senate which is still sort of unlikely and got vetoed and came back i still think probably the democrats could peel a few people back off and not have Harry Reid swore it's not going to pass in the Senate. Yeah, exactly. He said today, and and I, uh, they're not going to take it up until after the break for Thanksgiving. So it wouldn't shock me if there are not sixty votes to move forward. But it does show. I, I think for a number of Democrats, the issue is this: they just felt like that the administration immediately defaulted to name calling and attacking Republicans and didn't really offer. What some feel like that they feel like that there is a good answer that could be made in public about the checks that are being made. But instead, they felt like the president went right to attacking Republicans and that didn't really make the case. So, again, almost four dozen Democrats. It's uh, you know, it's not a huge number, but it's a very healthy number yeah. for the GOP. I do have some breaking news. Sweden, as we speak, is now on high alert based on concrete information of coming ISIS attacks there. Level yeah, four means a high probability the persons have the intent and ability to carry out an attack. So we're watching that. Just down uh, the road here, uh, reporters at the Justice Department had a little audience with the FBI director in the last hour. He told reporters that there is no known 
threat that is there right now for the United States in terms of something that they believe is credible and might happen soon. But obviously, you know, when you have the Islamic State threatening in a video, both D.C. and New York, uh, I think people are still taking it seriously and the intelligence community I, I is still watching. I want to ask watching. you a question, and it's not related to stuff going on in Washington, but I, I know you read as much as I do, and if not, you read different things than I do, and I just want to pick your brain a little bit on this. Since these attacks last Friday in Paris... There now are 16 Syrians that have now been caught trying to sneak into America. We had reports, five Syrians yesterday with the fake Greek passports caught in Honduras. They were on their way to the U.S. Another three Syrians, again, with Greek passports caught at an airport on Saturday when they landed in St. Martin in the Caribbean. And then we have eight caught at the border illegally Monday in Laredo, Texas, which broke earlier today. And, Mike, I can't think of a time when 16 Syrians... We're caught trying to make it into America. And I just want to know. No, and, and are they really Syrians or not? I mean, that's another question. Well, they question. are. That, I mean, well, that, no. I mean, are they fake passports? Are they real? I mean, I'm not trying to down, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to downplay it. But are they are they really from there? Or are they using these documents and they might be some of these Islamic State type people who n not necessarily uh, from Syria to yeah. get in the United States? That's a question that I would ask, too. Look, I, I think this is one reason when you hear stories like that, why there were 47 Democrats who broke ranks and voted against the president today, because their people are worried. They are concerned. They look at Paris and see something that might happen here. They look at the, the bombing of that airplane and get worried about the reach of the Islamic State. And, you know, the other thing, you too, know what the headline is on Drudge right now? ISIS is, ISIS is pursuing chemical weapons. Well, look, I, I think that the, the bottom line is that for a lot of Democrats, the, the, the JV line, the contained line, and then the attacks on Republicans have not played well with them. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to desert him all the time on this issue, but it certainly was evidence of it today. Uh, let me tell you one thing that was interesting that I saw um, out of, out of I guess it was Germany, is that a third of the people that are there, I'm sorry, 30% of Syrian refugees aren't really Syrian. But they know that the odds are 87% in their favor if they have a Syrian passport. Well, that's why I mentioned that a yep. minute ago about your examples. And, yep. and, and from what I'm seeing, uh, the, 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 the French prime minister uh, has said that some of these people who were involved in the attacks use the refugee migration into Europe to then slip into France and get there. So, you know, that that's a further kind of thing to explore. And again, I think only gives voice to why the, that this bill uh, succeeded today in the House of Representatives mm -hmm. and why Republicans no, have been you. able to put the Democrats on the defensive. Hillary, though, again, just like during the debate, insisting Muslims have nothing whatsoever to do with terrorism, that these radical Islamists don't exist. I think this is going to be a pretty big campaign issue. And if you look at the first post-Paris poll, Donald Trump went up a significant amount. Well, you know, look at this, uh, the difference between Trump and Ben Carson on this. Trump uh, is able to so well sort of melt something down to a quick little sentence. You know what I mean, Sean? He's mm -hmm. able to figure out a push-button thing right away. Where I think Ben Carson struggles to sort of consolidate his thoughts into one snappy line. Now, you may not think that Trump is the answer, or you may think he is. It doesn't really matter. But he not only just came up with the line of, you know, we'll bond the living daylights out of them. You can insert the real word, word there for the Islamic State. <laughs> Exactly. Sugar, yeah, and then, um, and then, just uh, getting on the whole issue of the Syrian refugees. Uh, I mean, again, he is so good at getting that message boiled down to something that is eminently understandable and graspable by the voters in such a way that, in that sense, it doesn't surprise me. Because think about this: while this has been a terrorist issue since the attacks, it has also turned into an immigration issue. Uh, a and huge, probably, you know, who is the strongest candidate right now in terms of being able to motivate Republican voters on that issue? You'd obviously 
obviously have to say that's Donald Trump. No, I don't think there's any doubt about it. And the Ben Carson stuff, what do you make of this stuff with his campaign saying that Armstrong Williams hasn't been really, is not working for them and some of these I, other things I, that I, are there's coming some out? very odd things because some of his campaign surrogates, I don't know who they are. I know Armstrong was supposedly one of them. We're out there saying that they can't seem to get, a, to get him briefed up on foreign policy issues. And I thought that was odd. That's something that you would keep internally if you really believe that. And the second thing is, then I thought th that he was like the closest guy to Ben Carson. Now we're hearing not. I don't really don't know what to, to think. Yeah, about I don't it. know what to make of it either. There's been some odd sort of stories and things rumbling around out of the out of the Carson's campaign. And I, I just don't know what to make of it, whether it's just sort of stuff. Uh, that goes away, or whether it's, you know, emblematic of something broader that's happening within that campaign. Yeah, it's really b bizarre in a lot of ways. Did you hear about this Tennessee lawmaker warning the state could use the National Guard to block Obama's refugees? Is this where this is now headed? I mean, I guess they could try to do that. I'm not sure how they would do that. Again, uh, as we've talked about, once people are in the uh, Well, I can explain US it, because I, last night I had on uh, uh, Governor scott from florida and governor abbott from texas and what they actually told me is is that the funding goes directly to the states and that there's a way for the states to take the funding and, and i see so the money gets funneled yes. through the states which would yes. then go to help these people That's okay correct. i can see that okay yeah and and so they both were very confident that they have the ability to block the president from putting them in their states and but they fully still committed these people could still go to their states, but they would just try to withhold the money from them, right? A hundred percent, and they, they would use every means at their disposal to do so, including litigation. And uh, Congressman Scott, I'm sorry, Governor Scott in particular, said he asked questions, and they wouldn't share information about who these people were. They didn't give information about their backgrounds, you know, because he was asking, will you tell us about their background? Will you tell us about the vetting? Will you tell us about where they came from? Will you tell us, you know, and they said no on that conference call. So that, that, to me, was another odd happening, don't you think? Um, no, because I, I think there have been other examples of where they haven't really been uh, uh, laying out a lot of stuff to the governors and also to state officials. They've been trying to keep it close to the vest. So, mm -hmm. look, I, I, I think, again, what this last week to me has shown more than anything else is it just reinforce how, reinforces how wide the gulf is between the Democrats and the Republicans uh, when it comes to not only the issue of dealing with the Islamic State in the military aspect, but just sort of everything else that pinwheels off of this. And, uh, you know, it's I, I don't think that gulf is going to come together anytime soon. That's one reason I think a lot of Republicans really believe that this is an issue they can take advantage of next year. Yeah, uh, I have another news story I wish I didn't have to share with people or maybe a preview of what's to come if Obama's Syrian refugee program works out like it did in, in France. Three self-proclaimed supporters of ISIS stabbed a teacher at a Jewish school in France uh late yesterday and the trio included one who was wearing an isis t-shirt and i what i can't understand is the president going on attack the way is he did you hear when he actually said today that they're just like tourists there's no difference than them the refugees than the tourists that come to america the idea uh, that somehow um, they pose a more significant threat than all the tourists who pour into the united states every single day just doesn't jive with reality that's not what our law enforcement thinks and then the president accused republicans of being the number one recruiting tool 
for yeah, ISIS. From doing interviews this week with lawmakers here, you just get the sense, first of all, Republicans hear stuff like that, and they, they throw their hands up and look around as if, to see, you know, what is he talking about? And even some Democrats, the ones who broke with the president on this, uh, like David Scott of Georgia and others, just simply said that they they don't think that the statements of the president on this trip have been helpful, that they've been, in a sense, a little tone deaf, and that we'll see what happens next week when the French leader comes to town and whether or not any of that changes. Yeah, well, very difficult times and scary times from everybody's perspective. All right, Jamie Dupree, the most uh, connected man in Washington, D.C. See you, Sean. We will uh, talk to you soon, sir. Thank you. Thanks for the update.